0: Welcome to Whose Podcast Is It Anyway? A show where our host engages in a lively conversation with the guest, the guest chooses the topic, and the host has no prior preparation or knowledge of the topic. Please note that the opinions expressed on this program are the opinions and views of the host and the guests, and are not necessarily the same opinions and views of Al Seeger or Point of Insanity Game Studios. And now, here's
1: your host, Chad Knight. Alright, good evening welcome to Whose Podcast Is It Anyway? I'm your host, Chad Knight, and today is July 29th, 2016. Let's get kicking off right away with Welcome to My Mindmare. Uh, this segment is just me kind of going over what's, uh, what's important to me at this moment in time and history. And lately, everything points to politics. Now, I know a lot of people don't like to talk politics. I happen to love to talk politics. I'm not going to get into any specifics tonight, but this whole presidential race that's going on right now is really kind of pissing me off. There is absolutely no good candidates. I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. I don't care who you're voting for. It's just, it's become a race of fear-mongering. It's, if you vote for me, then you don't have to vote for them. There's there's not really any politics going on. There's nothing being talked about other than crooked Clinton and crazy Trump. So that's really what's on my mind right now. But, you know, I don't want to get too deep into it. Maybe at some point somebody, one of my guests will bring it up, but tonight let's not go there so what else is going on in my life um not a whole lot my oldest daughter's getting ready to go to college so I'm going to be doing some college tours next week which sounds like oh so much fun but you know it's stuff you got to do as a dad so that's pretty much what we're talking about here now let's move into my next segment which is this week in history like I said in the opening monologue of uh, podcast episode zero you know I'm a history buff, so I went out. I use uh, the History Channel website to find some interesting things that happened on this date in history. Well, not necessarily this date. This this past week. So I actually have three quick little items that I came up with. July twenty nine. Or I'm sorry, July twenty fifth, eighteen ninety eight. During the Spanish American War, the U.S. invaded Puerto Rico, which was then a Spanish colony. In 1917, Puerto Ricans became American citizens, and Puerto Rico became an unincorporated territory of the U.S. Partial self-government was granted in 1947, allowing citizens to elect their own governor. In 1951, Puerto Ricans wrote their own constitution and elected a non-voting commissioner to represent them in Washington. Now, a lot of people, I think, know that we own or we, we have an, uh, an agreement with Puerto Rico but I don't know a lot of, if a lot of people know that Puerto Ricans have tried on several occasions to become the 52nd, or the 51st state. And as of the last vote, it still didn't happen. So uh, next item, July 27th, 1953, the Korean War ended with the signing of an armistice by the U.S. and North Korean delegates at Panmunjom, Korea. The war lasted just over three years. Now, if anybody out there is familiar with the old TV show *Mash*, that lasted eleven years. So, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, comedy, I guess, in a three-year war. So, last item on this is July twenty-eighth, nineteen thirty-two. The Bonus March eviction in Washington, D.C., occurred at U.S. Army. I'm sorry, occurred as U.S. Army troops under the command of General Douglas MacArthur. Major Dwight D. Eisenhower and Major George S. Patton attacked and burned the encampments of unemployed World War I veterans. About 15,000 veterans had marched on Washington demanding payment of a war bonus they had been promised. After two months' encampment in the Washington's Anacostia Flats, forced eviction of the bonus marchers by the U.S. Army was ordered by President Herbert Hoover. Civil, civil unrest, I mean, it's, it's been around for a long time, and uh, it seems like uh, the way we take care of it, even back then, wasn't the best way, if you ask me. All right, so tonight, my first guest on my first podcast of the podcasts that really count is my buddy, Al Seeger. How you doing tonight, Al? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing, Mr. Kniggett? I am doing great. <laughs> Now Al here, Al. I've been I've been helping Al out doing some of his podcasts over at Point of Insanity Games. Um, probably what now? A few months, Al. Yeah, because you started.
0: Oh boy, what was it? Uh, episode like eighty something, I think. I would and say then
1: eighty five, maybe.
0: Yeah, 83, 85, somewhere in that. And we're up to like episode hundred somethings, little a uh, little over a hundred. So yeah, you've helped me with.
1: About 20 or so 20 25 episodes so far right and then I got this really crazy idea that hey I can do my own podcast and well this is it so the concept of my podcast is I'm gonna get friends of mine people I meet down the streets at some point you know I'll, I'll probably tap my inst- my very close family members as in my wife and children but the idea of the podcast is Al has a topic, and he has told me that, yes, indeed, he does have a topic tonight. Yes, I do. Um, I have no idea what this topic is. As I said in episode zero, the whole goal of this is for me to make L's topic fun and, and maybe informative for 20 to 30 minutes tonight. Um, so... Al also, like I said, runs his own podcast, so Al, if you want to go ahead and uh, pimp out your podcast right now, that'd probably be a good thing to do.
0: Well, thank you. My podcast is called Geekery in General, and talk about a variety of things in there, like video games, role-playing games. Uh, Chad has helped me with several episodes on uh, where we talk about a movie that we've seen on either Netflix or Hulu, Uh, talk about TV shows, so just about anything that usually geeks or nerds or gamers might be interested in, but occasionally I just have other topics I decide to do for whatever reason or another.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's been a lot of fun with Al, so I figured, uh, you know, what the heck, um, I'll I'll go forward and and try my own idea, um, and, and this is it, so... Al has been gracious enough, he's going to host my podcast, and he's kind of going to be my engineer and my producer all rolled up into one uh, until I get everything I need on this end. So I appreciate that, Al, and I thank you very much for that.
0: You're welcome. Yes, I am a man of many talents, but few practical skills.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I suppose uh, let's go ahead, Al, and uh, jump right into this. What is our topic tonight? Okay,
0: well... I know when we talked about this before, we said sometimes we might be doing more silly or lighthearted topics. Sometimes we might tackle serious topics on the show, but I figure as a good starting point, let's do something that's a little bit more lighthearted or silly. And this is something that I think a lot of gamers can relate to. And the subject is pizza. Why is pizza pizza so awesome?
1: Oh, why is pizza so awesome? How can pizza not be awesome? You get all five food groups if you make the right pizza. Yep, and
0: that's it, actually, I remember in my, uh, one of my health classes in college, they actually, one of our instructors there was actually mentioning that, yeah, you can have all five food groups on pizza. You know, your the crust, you've got your your starches.
1: Yep, you your grains.
0: Yep, uh, you can have your cheese, that's going to be your dairy.
1: Mm, cheese. And Al, we're from Wisconsin, so cheese is important.
0: Yes, of course, meat. You know you Meat. can put sausage or pepperoni on there. some people think I'm weird for saying this, but I actually really like veggies on my pizza.
1: I do too um actually, don't tell anybody because the Wisconsin Gestapo will get me, but I like vegetarian pizzas i, I, I love i like um I like a mixture of uh of olives, black and green. I like green peppers, I like onions I like mushrooms. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like a good pepperoni pizza from the, every now and then. Uh, my favorite pizza tends to be chicken pizzas, though, like a oh, chicken, chicken barbecue Alfredo type pizza. Chicken barbecue pizza. Chicken barbecue pizza can be very good. Um, do you have a – uh, this popped in my head. Do you have a pizza ranch anywhere by you? I think we do. That's like one of those all-you-can-eat
0: pizza buffet places, right? Yeah, it is. Or, um, actually, there's a name I like to call that place. Is that Having... Pizza? pizza? a place where you can get all kind all the pizza you want the only way i can think to describe that is heaven
1: well you know um actually pizza ranch um is run it's a it's a catholic run place and if you listen really closely to the music playing in the back it's all religious music so i have friends that call it jesus pizza <laughs> and the other food group
0: we have on there is fruit because i don't know about you but i like i like pineapple
1: on my pizza um I I will eat pineapple on my pizza <laughs> you just won't enjoy it well I mean it's okay with Canadian bacon um to me pineapple is too sweet I, I think of pizza as a savory thing okay I even have a problem with dessert pizzas because I think of pizza as a as a savory item and I and I like it as a savory item yeah uh, and and t- technically tomatoes are fruit so tomato is a fruit. Um, if, if you want to argue that point, um, you definitely can. So, so we've got, we've got our fruits, we've got our vegetables, we've got our dairy, we've got our grain and we've got, um, our meats. Yep. Yeah. You can pretty much, but here's the problem now. It's a pyramid now and not a, and not a food group thing. Now you got the food pyramids, you know, and, and you got your fats and your, um, and and your grains, sugars and starches, sugars and, and starches, and you know when I was a kid, corn, corn was a vegetable. It, it's not a vegetable. I mean, it's still a vegetable, but that you you eat it like you're eating it. It's the same as eating a piece of bread, and not eating it the same as eating a carrot. So
0: yeah, I I know I don't get that stuff anymore. It's like I, all of a sudden it goes from yeah, you know your grains, your veggies, your meat, your fruit, and it's like starches and carbohydrates and fats and stuff. It's like, I i don't know. I guess in a way it's almost kind of like Common Core Mathematics where I tried to help my son with his Common Core Mathematics homework one night.
1: Oh, you poor bastard, you.
0: And I'm like whatever happened to the old way of doing things, okay, now it's like, what is it? You have to count up to tens or something. It's like, ugh.
1: Yeah, you know, on the way to Common Core, because my girls, I mean, even though they're still in school and they have to deal with Common Core now, in between there, they had something called lattice math. Did you ever get to do that one? I've never heard that term, so I don't think I have. Lattice math is you, you draw all these lines and it looks like, you know, like a lattice you would use for... Um, peas to climb up or beans to climb up and it was it was just level upon level of this and I'm like I, I actually took my girls and I said you don't need to divide like that I said you put it over here how many times does 10 go to 100 it goes 10 times 10 times 10 is 100 there you go done and so my girls have learned the other ways to do it but I know at least my oldest daughter will still sit down and do it the old way too and then figure out how to work it into the new math <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I mean, I know Common Core has gotten a lot of heat, and I don't know, like I said, I just think it doesn't make sense. I mean, come on, why do we need to turn adding, like, 97 plus 43 into this big chore,
1: but... so.
0: I'm to, back to our more fun subject of pizza, Yeah, let's though. get
1: back to pizza here, man. That's yeah. what you wanted to talk about, so let's talk pizza.
0: Yes, and I mean, I think that there's a lot of reasons why pizza is so awesome other than just it being plain awesomeness. And because we think about it, pizza can be a very social food. I mean, and, and us as gamers, I mean, I'm sure Uh-oh. that we've Uh-oh. probably had times where it's like we're sitting on the gaming table and someone's like, hey, let's order a
1: pizza oh yeah i mean and the best thing about ordering pizza with gamers fellow gamers is you order a lot of pizza oh yeah a lot of different pizzas and you get to kind of pick and choose what you want and you know you order you order five large pizzas for a group of 10 guys and it's like you know everybody throws in 10 bucks and there you go and it's 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 cheap it's good you can choose i mean everybody takes a piece from everywhere and Oh, yeah, making me hungry.
0: (laughs) Well, have you had supper yet or no, not yet. I have not had supper yet. Oh, sorry. Maybe this wasn't a very good topic to choose. No, this is a
1: great topic because when we're done and I hang up the phone,
0: you're going to go get a pizza. I
1: I might go get a pizza.
0: Yeah. And here's another reason why I I like pizza and why I think it's so awesome. And what I mean when I say it's a social food, I mean, let's say that, you know, we're going to go out to get some dinner now. If we go to, let's say, McDonald's or Burger King or whatever, well, we walk up to the counter, we each order our own food, we pay separately, whatever, and then we go, we sit our, eat our food, and leave. And you
1: slap my fingers if I take your fries. Exactly. <laughs> slap, more like
0: draw a knife and cut those things off. No, just Oh, kidding.
1: geez, Al, you're vicious.
0: Yes. <laughs> but no, the The thing is, though, I mean, if but if we were to go to like a nice sit-down place like uh pizza hut or um there's a local restaurant down here in my area called cranky pats and oh they make really good pizza but okay. you know, or but you go down to a sit down pizza place like that
1: you know Well you know I got to tell you I'm I'm actually excited and you bring up a sit down pizza place we have a place coming into wassa it's uh I believe it's going to be called fat joe's pizza and it's going to be all new york style pizza hmm. Which, um, I've actually been to New York once, and I didn't have the pizza. But the idea of those big slices that you fold over, you know, and you just kind of eat them. And I, I don't know. I'm excited about this place. It opens up, um, I think, the middle of this coming month, middle of August. And I'm looking forward to it, man. That's cool. Because, yeah,
0: I mean, another thing that's really nice about, uh, you know, those sit-down pizza places you know we go there we let's say again we're going to go to pizza hut you know we're we're taken to our table or our booth or whatever you know we would we'd have a little time to talk there and just like if we were going to split one pizza you know we we'd have to decide okay what do you want i mean maybe you want vegetarian and i want meat lovers
1: yeah well, well guess what maybe i want anchovies what do you think of that al <laughs> uh no but pizza can accommodate that <laughs> That's okay. I'm allergic yeah. to fish, so it doesn't matter.
0: Yep. So we might be like, okay, uh, you know, we're gonna have maybe I'll have meat lovers on my half, and then you can have the half with veggie, you know, veggie lovers with anchovies. And then so,
1: you slap my fingers when I steal a piece of the meat lovers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or punch you in the face when you steal my breadsticks, but no, um just kidding. So that's another thing I really like about pizza is you do get that social interaction if you're going out to a sit down pizza place. And because we would have to decide, okay, what do we want on our pizza? And then, you know, of course, it's not going to just pop right out of the oven. So we could have a chance to maybe talk and socialize, right. uh, decide what we're going to do for a future podcast topic. Or right,
1: there you go. Hey, here's a question for you. Now that you, we've mentioned Pizza Hut a few times, when you were a kid, and you found out you were going to Pizza Hut for dinner. What was the first thing that popped into your head? Video games. Yes, those old tabletop video games. Yeah, the... Uh, the, the Pac-Man, or, or Mrs. Kong Pac-Man or, or the, or the, Donkey, Kong or or, or the yep. Donkey Kong, or Centipede, or... Man, my brain's just going now, and it actually leads me into something else, which is that uh, the mini um, Nintendo NES system that's coming out in November. Oh, yeah. See, now I'm excited because as a game as a as a video game guy, that's my bread and butter. I can't play the new ones, and, and that's why a lot of times on your podcast, when you're like, have you played this or have you have played that? and I'm like, No. It's because yeah. they make me sick. I I motion sickness.
0: Yeah, and the I that I can agree with you on because sometimes when I do play the like the three D games where you gotta look around a lot, mm-hmm. some of them I do tend to get sick. Like I enjoy Minecraft, but it's hard for me to really play it for longer than about an hour or so, because then I start getting dizzy from having to look around all the time. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, video games usually went hand in hand with pizza places.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, you don't, I don't see that at a lot of the the pizza places I go to anymore. Um, what they've transitioned to are, I mean, you, there's this one chain. Have you ever been to Stevie B's? It's a pizza buffet.
1: No, I can't say that I have.
0: Yeah, because what they do there is they they tend they switched over to like the redemption games, like skeetball or basketball, where you know you you pop in your fifty cents or whatever, and you know you you spend fifty dollars to win a bunch of tickets to buy something that would probably cost you a dollar if you went to a store.
1: Yeah, skill based games that. Eh. We're gamers, Al. Yeah. I can't shoot basketball.
0: (laughs) But there is this one place that, well, actually, it does still have the the video games, Chuck E. Cheese. Yes, Chuck E. Cheese. They have
1: horrible pizza, but great video games.
0: Yeah, because I remember back when I was a kid, maybe around my son's age or so, going to Chuck E. Cheese was an experience because, I mean, at, at least the one that I was at, Not only did they have the video game area, but they had the animatronics of the you know, the the Chuck E. Cheese characters that would sing different songs. Oh
1: yeah, the band. Yep, and they had the bear and the and the mouse and all that stuff, right? Yep, and the one I went to,
0: they also had a ball crawl and they had a strobe maze where it wasn't really much of a maze. It was maybe about the size of a living room or so. But, of course, when you're a little kid, it seems a lot bigger. But they would have the strobe lights that would go off for about a minute. And I'm sure they probably don't do that anymore because we know now that strobe lights can trigger seizures in some people. Yeah,
1: in fact, when I I, I as a kid never went to Chuck E. Cheese. I, where I grew up here in Wausau, there was no such thing as Chuck E. Cheese. Um, but when we took my daughters, when they got old enough to go in and enjoy that kind of stuff, we went over to Green Bay Area, and they've got Chuck E. Cheese over there. They still had the games, but no, they didn't have any, they didn't have the animatronic band anymore, they didn't have any of that kind of stuff. And just for those reasons, well, and I think the animatronics kind of went away because it got to look really hokey. Because yeah. when you and I were a kid, I mean, not that I saw it, but when you and I were kids, to see something like that, that even if it was jerky and jumpy and... All this stuff. It was very much still awesome.
0: Exactly. And I mean, there's this other place I remember when I was a kid that we would go to for birthday parties occasionally. Uh, this is just a local place, so I don't think it's a chain. It was called Organ Piper's Pizza. Oh, where, yeah. I sure of that one. Yeah. And I said, I think it's pretty much uh, just unique to the Milwaukee area, but you know, they would have the big organ there that would play itself and they had the little light show and stuff. And, of course, mm-hmm. if you were there for your birthday party, you know, they would, you know, mention your your name and they would have the organ play Happy Birthday to you. So
1: okay. I,
0: I think that's another reason why I was like pizza so much. It's a good comfort food and it does bring back a lot of memories.
1: Yeah, you know, um, we had a similar place up here. It was kind of a chain um, I think there was one down in the Milwaukee area. It was called Shakey's Pizza.
0: Oh yes, we had Shakey's. That was another place that I always loved going to as a kid.
1: Shakey's Pizza had it all because not only did it have pizza, it had fried chicken, it had a salad bar, um, it always had chocolate pudding, which was as a kid was my thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm more had- of a vanilla pudding guy myself, but go it on.
1: Vanilla pudding too for you guys that don't like taste. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then they had a game room that was always changing. Now, when I was a kid for a good five, six years of my life, every Friday we would go to Shakey's that, I mean, my parents, my mom cooked all the time. We didn't eat out a lot, but every Friday night was Shakey's night. Cause I think that was the night my dad got paid, you know, and all that kind of fun stuff. So we'd go to Shakey's, we'd have the buffet. It was, you know, all you could eat. My mom, I have two brothers, so she was feeding three boys. Mm -hmm. So even if it was, quote, unquote, expensive at the time, it's still cheaper than what she would have had to buy, you know, to feed us, you know, three teenage boys. And then we would go and eat. And then after everybody was done eating, my parents would give us each like $2, which was, you know, eight times on the pinball machine because it was only a quarter back then.
0: Yeah, I remember those
1: days. (laughs) You'd go play pinball for, you know, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever. That gave mom and dad time to sit at the table and talk or whatever. And, you know, it took up a whole night. You got fed. And you got to play games. I mean, Shakey's was... It it was like when mom or dad said, we're going to Shakey's, it was like, yes! (laughs) Shakey's! And... when it finally went out of business here in town, that, it was kind of a sad day for me, you know? It was like, where where did Shakey's go? <laughs> yeah, and I, I I didn't
0: know that Shakey's had other locations because I do remember the name. And that's what we had down in, well, it wasn't in my hometown of New Berlin, but it was in one of the, the neighboring cities.
1: Yeah, it was somewhere near Milwaukee. Um, there is still one Shakey's left in the country. And it's in Alabama.
0: Okay, yeah, because I don't, yeah, cause I think a friend of mine posted on Facebook that the Shakeys we used to go to when we were kids, unfortunately, closed down a while ago.
1: Yeah, I actually went out to their website because I was interested, you know, because I knew the Wassa one had closed, but I knew there was the one by Milwaukee. So I was, we were as a family, we were getting to go somewhere near Milwaukee, and I thought, you know, that would be kind of a neat thing to show my girls what I'm talking about all the time. Mm-hmm. And they had been out of business too. And the only place at that time, which was probably a couple of years ago now, was down in, I, I want to say Alabama, it was Mississippi or Alabama. I'm pretty sure it was Alabama. And, um, and the only reason I know it's the same thing is it, ha- it had that same sh- sign, you know, that, that shaky sign, which, uh, which was kind of like a, uh, almost like a shield. And it said shaky's across it, Yep. you know, so, but, uh, you know, So pizza, not only is pizza a great food, it's, like you said, it's a great way to sit down and just spend time with somebody and just talk to them about anything and everything, for that matter. And it brings back those memories. I mean, everybody yep. has a good memory that includes pizza. Exactly.
0: I mean, and um, I, as I said, one of the things that I really liked about the – you know, again, this is just one of my fond memories from childhood, is going to places like Chuck E. Cheese or Shakey's. Or there was another chain that was similar to Chuck E. Cheese, Showbiz Pizza.
1: Okay, that one I've never heard of.
0: I think it was, if I, my memory's not mistaken, I believe it was actually founded by one of the guys who founded Atari. Okay. And, you know, so again, it was along the same thing where you would go there and they had the video games and, you know, the... Uh, you know, of course, pizza, and usually they offered things like, you know, sandwiches or salads for mom and dad if they didn't want pizza. But I, I remember going to a lot of these places for birthday parties when I was a kid, and I think probably our parents enjoyed that because it was fairly inexpensive as far as parties go.
1: Right. And oh, go ahead. Yeah. And
0: I think what some of the places did is when they did their birthday party packs, You know, they would give you so many pizzas or, you know, so many orders of breadsticks. But then they would also give you, like, a a couple of dollars worth of tokens to give to each of your guests. And, you know, again, we're really being nostalgic here because, remember, this was the time when, yeah, video games did only cost a quarter. And then, of course, eventually they started to cost 50 cents. And now you've got games where it's like a dollar or two. And Do you
1: remember the first time you had to pay more than a quarter for a video game?
0: Uh, I'm trying to think. I It would have been probably in the early 90s. I think oh. it was for... I'm wanting to say it was maybe it was either Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter.
1: Okay, see, I was more of a pinball guy. The first okay. one was the Terminator pinball game. I, I had a quarter. I only had one quarter at the time. And I went in there because I had seen this and it was the Terminator. And I had the Terminator head up on top of it, you know. And a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger with a gun over his shoulder. And I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Yep. I put my quarter in and I hit the play button and nothing happened. And I'm like, and I went up to the counter and I said to the guy at the counter, because this was at a bowling alley we had in town. I said, I put my quarter in and the game won't play. And he's like, which one? And I said, the Terminator one. And he said, that one's 50 cents. And I said, what? He goes, yeah, it takes two quarters. I said I don't have another quarter, and the guy gave me a quarter.
0: Oh, that was <laughs> nice. Go play the game. <laughs> yeah, that was that was nice. And you know, uh, this is a topic I want to cover in my own podcast eventually. The you know the whole thing about arcades and you know, but nowadays and it, it's like arcades have given way to the family fun centers, and we have one here called uh, Funset Boulevard.
1: So it's okay. a nice little
0: place. I mean, you could go there and spend an afternoon with your family because there's a movie theater. There's, of course, the video game area. There's the cafe that you know has pizza as well as like burgers and you know right. other is, things.
1: Is anything like that, Busters and
0: yeah, Jeff, Dave and Busters. I've
1: Dave and Busters
0: mm-hmm, heard I've of been it. To
1: Dave and Busters.
0: Yeah, I've never been to Dave and Busters. Heard of it, but I've never actually been to one.
1: Okay. Yeah, they've got they've got like it's several levels usually and like on the main level is food and then on the second level is um, usually like a bowling alley. At least the one I was at had a bowling alley on the second level. And then the third level you go up there and it is just games upon games. Wow.
0: And you know, another thing when we talk about how awesome pizza is, you got to think how versatile it is and how there's just so many different ways you can have pizza. And what would you say is some of the most interesting, not necessarily most appetizing, pizza recipes you've either seen or maybe even worked up the courage to try?
1: Well, to try... See, I do like to try new things. I will eat just about anything as long as it's not seafood and or fish because I'm allergic to both. Um... God, I'm trying to think what I, have had like venison pizza. I've, I've put in venison on pizza. Um, but, um, you know, to me, I guess most standard pizza toppings to me are not odd, even if they might be to somebody else. Like I like green olives on my pizza. Um, I like, um, you know, uh, just about anything. I'm not a big fan of pineapple. I'm not a big fan of fruit on pizza. I have had so-called fruit pizza. Have you ever heard of this?
0: Um, yeah, I've seen them. They're usually they're like dessert type pizzas.
1: Yeah, and what it usually is is um, I've seen it done two ways. One is where they use um, sugar cookies as the crust, and okay. the other way is you'll use just like a um, like a. Pillsbury Crescent Roll, but rolled out flat instead of rolled up like a Crescent Roll. And then it's some sort of a cream cheese as the sauce. And then you just put a bunch of fresh fruits on the top. Now, I like those. No, it's not savory, but it doesn't feel like pizza to me. I mean, I know it's called fruit pizza, but to me that doesn't feel like pizza. To me, that feels like dessert. You know, sort of like how we call pancakes, you know, We we can't eat chocolate cake for breakfast, but we can eat pancakes, which is just really cake batter that you fry instead of bake, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you pour sugar and syrup and butter and all this stuff on it. And, you know, as a child, if I would have went down, if I would have went to the kitchen and said, mom, I want chocolate cake for breakfast, she would have been like, you're out of your mind. But every Saturday I could go, mom, I want pancakes. And she'd be like, here you go. So, you know, um. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's all the way you look at things. Um, But I don't know. Do you, do you have a type of pizza that you found very odd or unsatisfying or maybe odd and very satisfying? Um, Yes,
0: there's uh, Stevie B's. Sometimes they have some very interesting looking pizzas, like BLT pizza that I could, that was actually pretty good. It was more like a uh, you know, lettuce, tomato, bacon, and mayonnaise on the pizza. They had a macaroni and cheese pizza. Uh,
1: okay, there's yeah, this- we've, we've got a place here in town called Polito's, and they do a mac and cheese one, which I find to be very good. Um, I also happen to be a carb hound. So, you know, um, they, 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 they um, what was the one I was thinking of? I stopped at a place, I went over to Menominee, uh, yeah, Menominee Falls. And, um, to visit a game store over there, um, atomic games, do you know, do you know Bryant? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, his game stores over there. Um, I was working on a board game at one point and I went there to, to, to play test it and I asked him a good place to eat cause I brought one of my daughters with me and he told us about this and I, it was called fat something pizza. And we went there and I had a Reuben pizza. So they used uh, Russian dressing as the sauce, and then it had uh, sauerkraut and corned beef on it, and it was fantastic. And I realize I've interrupted you, so go ahead and go back okay. to what, where your train of thought was. Okay, yeah, because the other one is when I was in college, one of the
0: there were two main dining commons in on campus. And which school did you go to? UW Oshkosh. Okay, and one of them, they uh, they had one side which they had open for just dinner, and they had that was the pizza side. So they would usually have your traditionals, you know, cheese, uh, sausage, sausage, pepperoni, pepperoni. But sometimes they would have special pizzas, and there was this one that I never worked up the courage to try: stir fry pizza. So like
1: Chinese stir fry on a pizza?
0: Yeah. Okay. It had like, you know, the stir fry noodles and carrots and peas. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. It just, it didn't look very appetizing, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's another one of those places I remember uh, very fondly is, you know, again, you had that pizza side where maybe you didn't like what was being offered on the normal common side,
1: but yeah, you always had this option to go get pizza. Yeah. Okay. So couple quick questions for you frozen pizza fan not a fan
0: if i have to i don't eat frozen pizza as much anymore because of take and bake okay so
1: let's let's stick on frozen pizza here for a second if uh, okay let's say let's say i i say al um we're gonna game tonight stop and pick up some frozen pizzas what's the brand you're gonna buy
0: i usually get like tombstone
1: Okay. I would have to say that's
0: probably my, usually my standby, though sometimes I'll get like Tony
1: Roma. Okay. I'm now, see, I've, I've had Tombstone. I'm not a fan of Tombstone. Uh, Tony Roma, I don't know if I've ever had that one. I've seen it in the freezer. Um, my family, we do Jack's Pizza a lot. Okay. And the reason we do Jack's Pizza is they have a pizza called Bacon Cheeseburger. Okay. Okay. The, the, the taste in my house, it's me, my wife, and my two daughters, are so varied. But that was the one pizza we found that everybody, every time, goes, yes, we will eat that pizza.
0: One of the few flavors that everyone in the house can agree on, huh? <laughs>
1: yep, exactly. Okay, so that's frozen pizza. Let's go into take and bake. Now, there's several options out there. Um, my favorite, which is no longer around, used to be Kids Corner. Um but uh here anyway we've got um oh what is it called um papa papa, papa Mur- murphy's now papa murphy's makes a good pizza i have an issue with their crust because it seems no matter how long i cook the crust it's never completely done you know to the point where your cheese might be you know burnt but yet there's raw spots in the dough
0: mm. See, I've never really had that problem with Papa Murphy's, so that's okay. that's weird.
1: Okay, um, but Papa Murphy's is really the only... Well, we got Quick Trip, too. Um, Quick Trip
0: actually makes really good... I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, Quick Trip. They actually make really good take-and-bake pizzas.
1: They make great take-and-bake pizza. It's actually better than Papa Murphy's in flavor, even. Um, but for those of you that might be listening to this podcast that are not from Wisconsin or edging parts of Iowa illinois and uh minnesota you have no idea what a quick trip is um it's it's like a it's a convenience store
0: gas station um, yeah
1: gas station convenience store you can get everything you you could go grocery shopping at quick trip it'd probably cost you more than going to the grocery store yeah. <laughs> but so, on some things on other things they're really cheap they're really cheap on bananas they're really cheap on milk um eggs they're really cheap on But you can get everything there. It's limited selection because it's a convenience store. But for a quick stop, quick trip, I mean, really covers a lot of bases.
0: Yeah, and like I said, they actually make really good take and bake pizza. So,
1: and they're not that expensive. The most expensive ones like ten ninety nine. Yeah, and sometimes
0: they often have it on sale for like. Four, like four ninety nine, so
1: yeah, Yeah, some of them.
0: And what's nice about it, you call ahead, they'll, or even if you stop in, they'll cook the pizza for you if you they ask. They will
1: if you want them to, absolutely.
0: Yep. Now let's go on the flip side of the coin. Are there any places that have had like just really bad pizza? I mean, have you ever met a pizza
1: you didn't like? Um. Yes. Frozen pizzas. Uh, we'll, we'll run through this again. Frozen pizzas. Um, Orbs. I don't know if you've ever tried an Orbs pizza.
0: It's okay. I've had it.
1: it, it to me, it's kind of like cardboard with some toppings on it. And when I mean some, I mean very little. And I think that's probably my my the thing I dislike about Orbs the most is that their, their toppings are very limited, which is why they probably have the price point they do is because of that lack of topping. But you can fix an Orbs pizza up, grab some pepperoni, grab some cheese, throw it on there. It, it's an okay pizza. Yeah. Um, but as far as like pizzas at a pizza place, oh man. Um, the only one I really, I, I didn't, I wasn't fond of was Chuck E. Cheese, Hmm. but I've been there a few times and it's just, it seems very, I don't know. It's like the pizza is their secondary thought. Their idea is for the kids to come there and have fun. Yeah. And my girls always did which is why we went more than once. But, I mean, when you get right down to the the flavor and taste of the pizza, Chuck E. Cheese is definitely low on my list. Please don't sue me, Chuck E. Cheese.
0: <laughs> I'd have to say there is a step below Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, and that would be? Okay, uh, This I think this chain is pretty much regional to Wisconsin and other parts of the Midwest, and they're primarily found very close to college campuses. Pizza
1: Pit. Ah, uh, yes. We just got one of those in Wausau.
0: Yeah, there. I mean, at least my experience, it's been years since I've had Pizza Pit. Mm-hmm. But their pizza, it just was greasier than your average pizza, and it just really didn't stand out. I mean, it was cheap. So I'm sure, you know how you've heard about the freshman 15? Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of college students that gained their fref- their freshman 15, which uh, for those who pit. may not be familiar with the term, there's this, I don't know, like maybe low uh, urban lore or something where a lot of, it's not unusual for college students to gain about 15 pounds their first year on college. And I think a lot of it is because too many trips to Pizza Pit, <laughs>
1: Well, too many trips to Pizza Pit. You spend a lot of time inactive studying. Uh, you know, if if you're, you know, unless you're a college or a collegiate act, uh, yeah. athlete, collegiate athlete, you spend a lot of time studying and inactive. And if you and if you want to be an honor student, you spend a lot of time sitting down, looking at a computer, reading a book, whatever, writing papers that the amount of activity you may have done in high school is going to diminish quite a bit. And I think that's where that, that 15 pounds comes in.
0: See, and the thing is actually my first year in college, I actually lost 40 pounds. And part of it is because that's when I first started studying martial arts.
1: And you started chasing women, didn't you Alex? You no, ch- no, women. I
0: never did. I, I actually never had a girlfriend until after I got out of college. But um, I, and I think another thing is because again, at college, I actually was walking around a lot and, also on my freshman year, I was on the fourth floor of a, a four-story building. So I was walking upstairs a lot. So but I think for me most of it is just that's when I really started getting into martial arts and started okay. doing more weightlifting. But yeah, in general, it's they say it's not uncommon for kids to gain like ten or fifteen pounds their first year in college.
1: Right. And and if you're thinking about going into college and you're like, Well, I'm not gonna gain fifteen pounds, just remember it it's an average not everybody, it doesn't happen to everybody. Al lost 40 pounds. Uh, my first year in college, I think I lost about 30 pounds. Um, mine was mostly due to the fact that I had diabetes and I didn't take care of it. So uh, <laughs> you lose weight real quick that way, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, so if your blood sugar runs high all the time, yeah, you're going to, you start losing weight. So, um, but anyway, all right. Final question on the topic of pizza, Al. Tell me your favorite pizza, hands down. I don't care if it's um, made in a restaurant. I don't care if it's you make it at home. I don't care if it's frozen. I don't. What is if you could have whatever pizza you wanted every time? What pizza would it be?
0: Oh, there's two that are really close. The first, if I had to go with like a like a, a commercial brand. Um, mm-hmm. Well, actually, if I had to go to like a restaurant, I mentioned before there's uh, Cranky Pats, which, yep. like I said, is just down in Nina, Wisconsin, and it's a really good pizza. Otherwise, homemade, my wife and I have found out that usually, if, like Jimmy John's, it's a sub sandwich place, yep. they'll sell the day old loaves of bread for 99 cents. And you can actually make a pretty good French bread pizza using those. So okay. when my wife does it, she actually makes really good pizza using those loaves. Okay. So what
1: about you? What's your favorite pizza? My favorite pizza. And I mean, this is going to be your people are going to go, oh, he's a sellout. But you know it's it's the meat lovers pizza from Pizza Hut. Okay. It's got to be on pan pizza, though. It's got to be, you know, I want a pan crust because I like that. I like that bread crust, but yeah, I mean that if, if I, if somebody came up to me and said, I will buy pizza for you for the rest of your life, but you can only choose one pizza from one place. That would be it.
0: Yeah. And I've never been much into the deep dish uh, pan style pizza. I've always been more into either the traditional or the thin
1: crust. Yeah. See, I, you know, but then there's too thick for me too, which is the Chicago style pizza. I'm not a big fan of Chicago style pizza. The type of sauce they use to me tastes different. That doesn't hit my palate right. Um, and the fact that you've got to swim around in there to find your toppings, you know, it's just, it, it just doesn't feel right to me.
0: Yeah.
1: So anyway, well, I want to thank you, Al. And, uh, once again, if you want to tell everybody where they can find you, well,
0: you can find me, my podcast, Geekery in General, on the same place that right now you're going to find this podcast. Uh, you'll also be able to download it on iTunes. And also, if you're interested, please stop by Point of Insanity Game Studio on Facebook. Feel free to like the page. And of course, you can also look up find Point of Insanity Game Studio on Facebook.
1: All right. Now, if uh, just give me a couple more minutes here, Al. I got a couple more things to run through. First thing I want to do, guys, is I want to let you know about my guest for next week. Uh, Again, a buddy of mine. Um, I knew pretty well in college. We kind of lost touch for a while. Last year or so, we've kind of gotten back into uh, contact. His name's Lou Schwalbach. Now, Lou is a gamer, like I I am, like like you are, Al. And, you know, he's, uh, he's a different type of gamer than I am. He's very into the rule books and how can I... How can I do this and make it come out and do that kind of thing? But, you know, it is what it is. So Lou's coming on next week. Uh, We'll do his podcast next Friday. And my guess, if I had to guess what Lou's going to bring to me, I'm actually going to guess video games because he is a huge video game guy. And that ought to be really interesting because... I know, you know, after Sonic the Hedgehog on Sega Genesis, I'm pretty much I'm done. I <laughs> That's the end for me. So, there's that. And then the way I'm going to close out every episode is I'm going to give you a, a quote from somebody historically significant. Hopefully most of the time you guys will know who's who I'm talking about when I give the quote. Uh sometimes you may not. This week I'm pretty sure everybody knows uh who I'm who I'm going to be quoting here, so Let's just wrap it up with this. So here we go. Today's quote never argue with stupid people. They will drag you down to their level and then beat you with experience. (laughs) Al, as long as you're hanging around here, who do you think might have said that?
0: Ah oh man. Um that sounds like something almost
1: I wonder if Albert Einstein would say. No, no. Um well let's see let's see how well you know your historical figures. Mark Twain there you go okay yeah mark twain who samuel clemens was
0: yeah because that was my other one because i think he said something like there's only two things in the that are infinite the universe and human stupidity and i have my doubts about the former or something like that so
1: so all right guys um i thank you guys for listening to my first podcast al thank you for being on here you're welcome um and uh good night everybody